Okay, so this was an interview I did a, a while back with Rosalind Chavira after her second win in Combate Global. Now, Rosalind is a American fighter who's originally from Mexico, and uh, she lives in Arizona. And uh, I've done some sponsorship with her, and she also won the 2017 Arizona Golden Gloves in boxing. So she's already has a you know a, quite a bit of accomplishment just as an athlete in a short period of time. And uh, I think she has a lot of potential to to go pretty far in uh, in fighting if that's something that she wants to continue to pursue long term. Yeah, so this is a pretty interesting interview. I've done a, a lot of stuff with her already, and uh, so check it out. This is Rosalind Chavira from Arizona. Yeah. Uh, how are you doing? Good. How are you? Good. Good. Long time no talk. Huh? So. <clears throat> We're just talking post-combate win here for anybody who's watching this. So I kind of wanted – I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I said woo. <laughs> oh, so I kind of wanted to look at the two fights. So, like, your first fight with Tyler Schaefer. Yeah. Kind of, you know, they were saying you weren't as uh, – maybe both of I, you were pretty respectful or maybe not as aggressive. Why do you think that was? Um, I think just – um, honestly, I knew that she was going to be really good. Um, I kind of just like tested, was just testing it like the first round. And then I just, I don't know, like something just didn't like click. Um, and I was just conservative, like the whole fight, um, which I mean, thankfully I got the win, but, um, this other fight, I kind of just left it all in there. I, and I was hoping for a second and third round, but you know. Right, I was trying to bridge between that fight and this one. So, like, after the first fight, did you have regrets? Like, oh, I did, I wasn't aggressive enough? Or... Um, I don't think it's a regret thing. I just think that, um, like, because I always compare, like, my first fight to my second one and then to this one. So I feel like I've progressed, and I think it's only going to get better from here um, with the experience and everything, like how I told you in my last interview, I wasn't used to like the lights and everything, the cameras and all up in my face. And I think, um, I've got a little bit more comfortable with that and I'm just growing, you know, with the experience and it's a learning experience for me. Cause this fight was like, you really let it go. So it was almost like maybe you, maybe the previous fight, you're like, I'm not, that's not going to happen again. No, um, I felt like this one, I worked really hard and then like I've had a lot of personal issues. So I feel like I didn't have any fear. Um, and it was just like after after we um, did our interviews, I found out that she actually like kind of disrespected me a little bit. And I, I don't know, I wasn't that wasn't cool. So I felt like I kind of just had to show her. So. You know, I knew this guy, Alan Green, he won the National Golden Gloves here. And I used to <laughs> I used to hear him tell guys that like, yeah, you won your state, but I won National Golden, you know. So when yeah. I heard that, I was kind of like it reminded me of him because I had mm -hmm. heard him say stuff like so you took that personal. Huh? Um, not so much that she she like um, I didn't take that personal, but just the way she kind of acted throughout the whole like experience. She wasn't very. uh I just, I feel like she was very classless and um, mm. I don't know, a lot went into it. Like, <clears throat> I'm going to be honest, like I didn't make weight. Uh, it was two pounds over and she was, she was also over. So like our contract said, like, 
if one of us doesn't make weight, um, the other fighter gets 20% of our purse, which is totally fair. Like I'm, I'm all about the rules and everything. And I was, I was like, yeah, you know, she deserves 20% of my purse because I didn't make the weight. <clears throat> but granted, she didn't make weight either. And then she wanted 30%. So, I mean, it happened, but it was just because I'm like, if I say no, she's probably not going to fight me. So I don't even care about the money. I just wanted to fight. I went all this way. I worked hard. I cut the weight that I cut. And for me not to fight wasn't like something that I that I wanted, you know. So I was like, you know what? Give it to her, whatever. <clears throat> she might need it more than me, but I still want to fight. So, and it happened. So, and I just, I kind of just like, she was just not something, not someone that I, I don't think I have much respect for her. Uh, anymore um, just by the way she acted and how everything was <clears throat> everything went down she was not uh, very respectable now <clears throat> when you didn't make weight like what do you think why do you think it was that way or was it just it couldn't come off um yeah so like I um I literally got my period the day I got to Miami and we were cutting weight um Tuesday Wednesday and Thursday up until weigh-ins and I was we were sure that we were going to be on weight but <clears throat> it was just I just got I got cut short and like um it's my fault I should have you know maybe checked a little earlier I don't I take accountability I'm not going to blame it on anything but like the day that the week of uh before coming to Miami I just could not like lose anything I was like sweating in the sauna and I was just weighing the exact same thing so I uh <clears throat> I think it had to do with my, you know, the, my menstrual cycle and everything. But I mean, it happened the way it happened. I was ready to give up 20% how the contract said. And I mean, I think that's fair. So I didn't like pull out of the fight. I didn't say like, oh, well, I didn't give an excuse. I just said, yeah, let her have the 20% because she deserves it. But she didn't make weight either. Um, so I thought that was very like, I don't know, like, if you didn't make weight, why are you going to ask me for my purse? You you have no right, right? Like, it's, it's a contract is a contract, so. <clears throat> yeah, well, did so. you, like, with the promotion, did you just say, well, we both didn't make weight, so what's the big deal, you know? Yeah, I did, but um, she kind of fought. She kind of gave, like, a little bit of a pushback. Originally, I said, you know what, since I was two pounds over, I'll give you 15%. You know, because twenty percent would just—it would just seems like you didn't make weight, so you don't deserve twenty percent. <laughs> but I'm like, I was kind of afraid that she wouldn't take the fight, so I'm like, yeah, I give her fifteen. And initially, she said yes, and then she kind of like renegotiated with her coach, and then she came back with, oh, we want thirty percent. And she said I was way too heavy, mind you. She weighed in at one twenty-six point something, and I was at one twenty-eight. And two pounds is not that heavy, like. For me, it's not like I I fight I train with dudes at the gym that are like 180, so I I know what heavy is, and she should too. I'm pretty sure she she does too. And and like the time when she was supposed to weigh in, <clears throat> they told her, well, like you have an hour if you want to cut like the pound that you have or whatever. And she just sat there, so she didn't make an effort. She didn't say like, oh, I'm gonna go do this so I can get 20%, so it's fair and legal. But she didn't do it, so. Um, I just kind of, just the way the whole thing went, it was just kind of stupid, but I'm glad that I got to fight. So that's all that really matters to me. Now, you said, uh, like, did you see her around before the fight, like in the hotel or whatever? Mm -hmm. 
Was it like that or no? No, I didn't see her at all. The only time I saw her was at weigh-ins and then um, in the rules meeting when we had, like, right before our fight. And she, she it's just, I don't know. She was just not, not my kind of person. Because did they have you all staying at the same place? Yeah, it's in the same hotel. Okay. Yeah, because I went, I stayed when this last one in Dallas for UFC, it was like that. So I was just wondering. It's the same yeah. thing. <clears throat> and then the fight let's just talk about it. you really kind of let it go you let your punches go a lot yeah why do you think that you were able to get your techniques off on her so effectively um i think just because i i went in there like not being afraid if I, like if i was gonna lose or not and <clears throat> i feel like i'm i'm pretty like technical i'm pretty like my precision's pretty like on point from for the most part and um and it didn't help her that she forgot her her head movement at home so you know I kind of capitalized on that yeah I mean you you're boxing you you were much more aggressive you threw more combinations um how long did you box before mm, well I started when I was 14 I didn't start competing until I was like 19 and then I transitioned to MMA when I was like 24, I want to say 24, 25. So I think maybe like 10 years. And I mean, I feel like that stuff never, you never forget that stuff, you know, when it's like your bread and butter, it's like something you always go to, like I'll, go, I'll be at the gym hitting the bags and I always work on like, um, you know, getting better. I don't, I try to get, um, <clears throat> not to just like go all out on the punching bag. I try to like, you know, um, just work on one punch at a time trying to focus to get it right like get it perfect i mean i um i love boxing so and i was telling you offline like when she got when she was standing in the corner it seemed like forever yeah I like didn't if know i was there on. i would have lost my mind you know i would go <laughs> what is going you know yeah. i would have said the fight's over already you know but the funny thing, yeah, the funny thing is that like literally when me and my coach were talking about like um, just the way she was, like she was being a total diva. Like I could hear her telling the people, um, "It's too cold in here. Like my hands and my feet hurt. I can't warm up." Like, and it everybody was cold. Like she wasn't the only one there, you know. And usually I wouldn't talk so much about my opponent, but like she literally is not like a class act and i feel like if she doesn't change her attitude or her mental state or like the way she thinks about things she's always going to be in the same level she's not going to grow yeah why do you think like the warm they let her continue to stand there for forever you know what i mean for a little bit yeah and i mean it was kind of cool in a way just because i was a little i was already rested you know i was ready to go but I was telling him in the room before we went up, I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to let my hands go so bad. I'm going to make her throw in the towel. I told my coach that. And like, um, when we were waiting for them, I was in the corner, like waiting. Cause the minute was up, minute rest was up. I looked at my coach and I'm like, I fucking told you, like I told you. And then, and then that's when they're like, it's over, it's over. But you know, the funny thing is that she, um, she went on live. She went on Instagram saying that, the reason why she couldn't continue is because her ankle, but she went, she went for the takedown like a minute in to the first round. And she put the picture of like when she like heard it 
but she was hopping on it the whole round for the whole four minutes left and then later on she was at the hotel walking around on it fine she even went to the beach and like for me for something like that to stop the fight I would be there on crutches or on a wheelchair you know so it was just like uh it was just like a really like crappy way to kind of coward out of a fight to me Now, did Combate tell you kind of maybe what they want to do with you next or? No, um, I know that, um, I mean, I'm, I didn't get any scratches. I didn't get any bumps or bruises. So, like, I'd be ready to fight. But it's all up to my coach. My coach is pretty busy with, like, our, our up-and-coming fighters. So, I'm pretty excited. They're, they're going to be fighting soon, too, in September. Hmm. So, when do you think you might want to fight again? Um. I don't know. I mean, I would like to fight um, as soon as possible if I can, maybe like next month or maybe in two months. Who knows? At least one more before the year ends. But Tell me a little bit about Combate because I watch it and it almost seems like they have like a – was there anybody there other than the corners? Was it kind of like an apex thing sort of? Yeah, they don't have crowd right now just because of like COVID and everything, their COVID concerns. But um, just the commentators, the corners, and like the camera crew. Um, but hopefully soon they'll be able to, you know, like do the events how they used to in different cities. Yeah, because it looks like right now they're just doing it in a studio, you know, like kind of yeah. like the little <clears throat> venue. Yeah. I wonder what that is because, you know, UFC's packing stadium, you know, mm-hmm. already. I think it's going to come soon. Hopefully. That'll be fun. And I want to talk a little bit about the wrestling. Like, she got a takedown on you early, but... Mm-hmm. You did a good job of defending after that. Yeah. How much wrestling, like, are you focusing on and things like that? Well, for this for this uh, particular camp, we were um, focusing on, like, the takedown defense and, like, cage work. So um, we have really, really, really talented wrestlers at my gym. And, like, uh, my coach just had them, like, basically practice with me. <clears throat> and one, actually, like, most of the my sparring partners are, like, really, really good wrestlers so it helped a lot it did definitely make me more comfortable and um, I feel like she was uh, I felt like I saw it coming she was pretty slow so it wasn't something that I was like shocked that she was going to do I felt like she kind of went for a takedown in desperation because I was you know piecing her up a little bit yeah did you see anything in there that you weren't happy with or looking back on it um I'm not, I will, no, I'm pretty happy with my performance. I know I'm only just, I'm going to progress. I'm, um, I'm happy. I can say I'm happy. I mean, there's always something I could have done better, maybe thrown a little bit more kicks. Um, I think I only threw like three, but um, I felt like I was doing good with my striking that, you know, she was eventually either going to get knocked out or, or stop. They're going to put you in with Loba next. You know, it's funny that you say that because they, they're, they're doing like a comeback for her, but um, I don't think, I'm going to be completely honest. I think she's, uh, I don't think she deserves to fight me anymore. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but I would like to fight the top two contenders. Um, I don't think, uh, I mean, I guess if they gave her, gave her, I wouldn't deny it or anything, but she's going to be fighting somebody else, I think, soon. She's, she's going to make a comeback. Yeah, but if she wins, they're going to put her against you. Maybe. We'll see. 
I just remember that from the first interview. I thought that was funny that you were talking yeah. about. Yeah, but, he's just, uh, <clears throat> I haven't, uh, she hasn't fought in a while. So yeah, I guess I'm excited to see her fight too. Who are the top two contenders you mentioned? Uh, it's gonna, it's a uh, number one, Maritza Sanchez and uh, number two, Melissa Amaya. Very, very good um, fighters, both of them. Did you watch that girl last night in UFC, the Yasmin? Yes, I love her. I love her so much. Um, actually, I didn't get to watch her, but I, um, uh, my coach saw her and he said that she was really, really, really impressive. And uh, like, I already knew because she's been like my favorite ever since I saw her at Uncle Bate. Um, she's, she's like one of my favorite fighters. Um, but yeah, I'm really glad she won. She deserves it. I was it was on the plane. a interesting fight. She's very sharp, but her opponent yeah. was really good too. Yeah, it was a good, know. it was a good fight. I heard. Yeah. So you've seen her before in combate then? Yeah, I, I um like I used to keep up with uh with it a lot and then I think she she stood out to me a lot because she's like very she's very skilled and like um they always ask me like who's your favorite combate fighter and she always comes to my mind and just like in general she's um she's very, very skilled. Yeah, what do you think about that? Like some of the fighters that are coming up, you know, Hispanic fighters and you're fighting in combate, like, is there kind of like a closeness between most of you or? Um, like, you mean like on a personal level? Yeah. Mm, not really. Like the only one, the one that I really am close to now is Tyler Schaefer. She's, uh, she's awesome. And then I, I met a new girl uh, from Ireland. Her name's Dee Begley. She's going to be fighting next week, but um, they're really nice, uh, really nice girls, uh, very respectable. I know. I don't know. Like not so. Like not so much. Like uh, I mean, I tried to be friendly. You know, I I don't disrespect anybody. I feel like we're all here doing the same thing. We're we're trying. We're fighting. You know, and it's hard. It's very hard. And um, I think we should all have respect for each other. But sometimes it doesn't go that way. So I I feel like I I just gotta be careful with who I'm who I'm nice to. I guess mm -hmm. or who I choose to be nice to. But I respect everybody for the most part. Because I saw like Brandon Moreno approach Yasmin after the fight. So I don't yeah, know if they each other Cause they, or. Because they, they used to train at the same gym, I think. They're from mm -hmm. uh, TJ from Entrum Gym. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. So what do you think about Brandon? You know, I wanted to ask you about that. I saw him fight in Dallas. Uh, I, I just, I think he's really awesome. It's cool how he, um, He's very humble, even like in the cage. Um, he's very respectable. Yeah. Well, I know that you're busy today. I appreciate you taking the time, you know. I was glad to help you out. And uh, Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing you, you know, continue to, to move up. Thank you. I appreciate your time. Thank you for doing the interview with me. Yeah, it was great talking to you again and look forward to your next one. Thank you. Have a good one. Yeah, you too. Take care. Bye. Okay, so if you want to uh, follow Rosalind Chavera on Instagram, it's at Chula MMA, so C-H-U-L-A-M-M-A. And if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's at the underscore Todd, T-O-D-D underscore Atkins, A-T-K-I-N-S underscore show. And uh, I usually do my interviews there live. 
and I also put some shorter video clips there, as well as just some opinion stuff that I do that you won't really hear on this channel. So if you want to check that out, just follow my Instagram. But uh, yeah, please follow Rosalind, and uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I'll be uploading more soon.